about a, a year down the road, you're uh, you're bartending, right? And uh, you win the best bartender in Austin for like the Austin Chronicle. Okay, just as like a just as like a gag, you you had it as like part of your part of your act. You would go on stage and um, you would like tell a joke about being a bartender, and you would have everybody like pull out their phones and like, oh, okay, hey, yeah. text. Yeah. Text uh, text Pat Dean to this this number, and it was just it just made them vote for you for this thing in the Austin Chronicle. So it's not something I was taking seriously. No, you were you like you kind of wanted to win it. You felt like you've never gotten enough respect as a bartender, <laughs> you know? Okay, yeah, you're sure. like you're like I'm not. I might not be like Vegas level, you know. I no. can't like toss bottles and shit, but you know, I'm, you're like I'm a pretty good fucking bartender. People like talking to me, you know. People like. Uh, Having me take their order, cracking wise, yeah. you know they like the little quips when I when I walk away, and uh, when the Austin Chronicle when they announced the award, the local news came to like interview you for it, and they were like trying to get uh, they're trying to talk to patrons who you'd worked with, and they were like, "How's Pat as a waiter?" And they're like, "Oh, he's fucking awful, right?" <laughs> and uh, they could not find a single person who approved of you oh, as an employee. Yeah, I'm just I'm just telling you, but um. Okay. So the 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 video goes out. You're sort of a viral hit. Like business really takes off because people are like, I want to, I want to be served by the best bad bartender in Austin, and you you just never get good at it. Uh, so you're just living your life, right? And <laughs> you're living your life, <laughs> and you. Does that um, have anything to do with the rest of this, or you just want me to know that was happening? I'm just, I'm. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, this is this is where we start. I'm just telling you what's happening. Okay, because it has nothing to do with the rest of it. I'm gonna be very no. Pissed. I'm I'm telling you what's happening. Okay, calm down. I'm a, I'm a viral sensation. Yeah, I mean, but in like the worst fucking way. And I'm I'm this makes me unhappy. It definitely doesn't please you. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody at your work dislikes you because they're like, man, this job used to be just fun and we could kind of fuck around and make enough money. And like, now it's like busy all the time. And we had to hire like Megan, you know, and what's wrong with Megan? Man, she's just a, she's just sort of like real, uh, real fucking lazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll see her, um, you'll see her, you'll like, you'll work with her and you'll work downstairs at, at your bar and she'll work upstairs and like, you just don't see her or hear from her. And people are coming up like, Hey, is, is there anybody upstairs? And you're like, yeah, Megan's up there and you'll go up there and she has built a bed behind the bar and she's in like a little 90 <laughs> and like a, like a cat. Would- and she's, she's, why isn't she fired? She's sleeping behind the bar. Huh? Why doesn't she get fired? Cause it's that busy, dude. You need all the bodies you can get, you know, <laughs> she's not doing anything. You know what I mean? She's just, she brought a 90 to work. And she built a bed behind the bar. Right. And you, you like go to wake her up and you put your hand on the bed and you sort of sink into oblivion, right? <laughs> you sort of just, you sort of what just, you, what? you just sort of fall face first into a never ending nothingness, right? From the bed? Yeah. Yeah. It's that soft. You know, it just, man, it envelops you. Yes, that's yeah. probably why she's sleeping with the job. Yeah. She's out. And then you kind of like pull your hand back and you're like, you're like, whoa, your dick's hard. And you like wake her up. I got that. Hold on. I got that <laughs> feeling. Not even from lying down. I just, just from touching it, just from touching it made bed. me physically aroused. Yeah. And okay. How soft it was. So, um, you like wake her up and you're like, Hey, you got to fucking go. You can't do this. Right. So 
it's just been like a it's been like a series of really shitty days at work. So you you go home, you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna order some uh, takeout. I'm just gonna go home. I got tomorrow off. Okay, I'm just gonna relax. There's a feeling I get when I leave work and I realize I'm off the next day, and I feel elation. It's so I've great. literally I've literally gasped out loud sometimes. Yeah, I love having the next day off. Yeah, that so that this, night. This, this sounds like a nice night. Takeout. After a busy day, yeah, this sounds great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna have a few drinks. You know, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pat night. This sounds like a great night. Where would you go to get takeout? Do you think? Ta- um, I would go. Let me think for take. You know what, man? I'm going to. Uh, and you've been Rick- working. You've been working pretty hard lately. You know, yeah. you slimmed down. I go to Raising Canes. You feel good. What yeah, do you get? Dude. What do I get? Yeah. What do I get? I get that six-piece uh, meal. Yeah, with uh, the fries. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do no coleslaw, extra dipping sauce instead. You can do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never get the I never get the coleslaw raisin cane. I always either fl- flip it out for a flip it out, switch it out for an extra dipping sauce yeah. or an extra piece of bread. They'll let you do that. And so you, you're kind of like pondering that when you're when you're at the drive-through, mm-hmm. and they go. Hey man, no coleslaw. I'll give you bread and an extra sauce. I'll hook you up. Cool. Yeah. Any drive-through. Yeah. You you go home, right? You get home. It takes you like five minutes or so, right? Ten minutes to get home. And uh, you walk in. You walk in the front door, and you you just sit down on the couch. You get totally nude. Uh, completely. I nude. live with two people. No, they're gone. Where are they where are they? They went to a uh, convention in Grand Forks, North Dakota. What's a convention? GravyCon. <laughs> My roommates yeah. went to GravyCon. Yeah. So Jay and Victoria Jay went and to Victoria. The- Jay's doing uh stand up there. At the at GravyCon. GravyCon. That sound honestly that kind of sounds like a gig you would fucking take. Right. Yeah. He's doing he's doing twenty minutes. In front of the guy who um, decided that he, at one time that he was working at McCormick, famed gravy and seasoning company, and they're having a meeting like, how do we get the next generation of McCormick gravy lovers in here? And this guy's like, add more pepper, and they're like, fuck, and it it worked, dude. They started putting now with more pepper on all their packaging, and it, it was like a bright blue starburst. And for some reason, it just really attracted the eye of of like the millennials, and they the whole new generation discovered the joy of McCormick extra pepper country gravy. That guy, that guy's there, right? He's Jay's doing twenty minutes right What's before. What's the guy's the, name? <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Jim Jamjar. People call him Three J. Really? Yeah. Uh, his name, first name is Jim, and his last name is Jamjar. All the J's are capitalized, right? He's 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 a man who's bounced around. He's done a lot of different things. He's always kind of dabbled in gravy, uh, just kind of professionally and personally. So it's a big fucking deal, right? I'll, I mean, if it's Jim Jamjar, yeah. I mean, Three J's there. Like everybody's coming out. They call him Three J. Yeah, yeah. So that's he, where my roommates are. Yeah, that's where Jay's doing stand-up. All the big gravy dogs are coming out for it. It's a big, big-time deal. Okay. So they're gone. I'm nude. Yeah. People are saying the KFC's in the market for a new line, 
right? Like they're not satisfied with their current gravy supplier, so they might have somebody there like <laughs> scouting people, right? <laughs> that guy's name is Kevin Slice. Because all he does is cut deals, right? Kevin Slice. <laughs> yeah. What does he look like? <laughs> he's he's got a he's got like the most furrowed eyebrows you can imagine. Yeah, they look like lightning bolts. Um, he has eyes that like you when you look at him, they're just black. You know, they're just they're just the deepest darkest holes and. You when you talk to him, you can almost see his brain pulse. You know he's, but he just like you, man. He cuts deals, dude. Okay, Jason Slice. He's wearing. He'll be wearing a bright red KFC issued suit, so people aren't going to miss him. So that's where Jay and Victoria are at. Some alone nude. Yeah, you're alone nude. You're like, oh man, I hope they're having a great time. They get a text immediately, and it's a picture of Jay uh, with Kevin Slice. And he's like, Jay's like, I think I might, this guy might sign me to a record deal, right? He's, this guy's everywhere. Fingers. His name's Jason Slice? No, no, Kevin Slice. Kevin Slice. Kevin Slice is going to sign your roommate Jay to a record deal. Okay. That's, he, that's like, he's everywhere. Slice man, they call him sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm happy cool. for him. He's a good dude. He's got a bad rep, but he's all right. So you're home, you're nude. Jay sends you a text, right? Everything's good. And you open this, this box of like Raisin Canes and you eat it. And it's the best <laughs> raising canes you've ever had in your life. Every bite is the perfect temperature. They do good work, dude. They do good work. It's the perfect. <laughs> you know crunch. what's good about them is that they get the outside crispy, but the inside is just not burned at all. It's like, an, I, it's I an I art noticed, form, dude. I notice that every time I go there. I sometimes I thank God for that. I don't. I don't go that far, but you know. Maybe but that, should. Maybe I mean, should it's, thank the creator, it's really so. good. Raisin Cane's underrated. So every bite is just, every bite is, is its own personal firework, right? The synapses in your brain light up like, like a pinball machine. And you just, you just, you're aroused and you're just, you're, you're always just, aroused. I, I'm just telling you what's happening here. Let's not make it weird. So you're just, you're just like, oh, this, it's just a perfect, perfect evening. And uh, you go to throw, the trash away and you reach in there just to make sure there's like nothing else in like a mint or something you know and your hand brushes up against the receipt and it's ice cold and you're like how did this not chill my food it's so fucking cold dude. the receipt of the uh the raising canes uh-huh okay yeah I'd, I'd pick up the receipt and look at it well you try to pick it up but it's it's too cold to touch <laughs> So you kind of like hold the bag open and adjust it. Okay. And when you when you make eye contact with it, you see that there's a black circle with an L in the middle of it, and underneath it it says you've been chosen. And then your phone rings. What's the call ID say? It says unknown. I answer. And they say, Oh, good evening, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm fine. Who is this? This is Tina from the Lanalax Corporation. Hope I didn't catch you at a bad time. She says, look, I, I wanted to come to you on, on behalf of the Lanalax Corporation. We have an income earning opportunity for you. What What, what time? Of, is this, this is nighttime, right? It's evening, but it's the perfect time. Right? <laughs> what, is, you know? what do you mean? So you you, you were like rewatching Cheers. You're like, I just want to get into Cheers, you know? And you watch the, the pilot episode, and it, it just ended. And then as soon as it ended, your phone rang. 
you know, so it was just like the perfect opportunity for you to just take a quick call. The coach is my favorite character. Yeah. He's a great one. <laughs> that I rewatched. <coughs> Excuse me. I watched the first season of Cheers last year. Yeah. Coach had me laughing out loud. Yeah. It's a good he's a good character. Right. And she says, Pat, it's uh real simple, real straightforward. Yeah. Uh we just uh we want you to take a pill and we want you to collect your fingernail clippings. We'll give you what? we'll give you an envelope. You just collect them, toss them in. Once a month, just mail them out. We'll pay you $70,000 a year. I, cu- I cut my nails for this? Yeah, you just trim them off. Sure, I do it. When of you course, trim your nails? That sounds yeah. pretty easy. So they're like, okay, great. We'll have the pills to you tomorrow morning. Thanks. She'll just take one a day. They're, it's all natural ingredients. It's okay. You can read over it. Have your doctor look at it if they want. I go, is there, like, do I need to know anything special before I start this? Nope. So just- all I have to know about this, T- Tina... Yep. Tina, all I have to know about this is that I take this pill. Yep. One a day. I <coughs> trim my nails. Mm-hmm. I mail it to your company. That's yes, it. that's correct. Are there side effects? Nope. She goes, you actually should feel a little bit better. You should feel a little bit more uh, energized. You should sleep a little bit better. Okay, will anything bad happen to me if I do this? No. Then It's all it. natural. Tina, I'm yours. All right, cool. So she, she kind of giggles and she says, thanks, Pat. And then she hangs up on you. And so the you kind of like okay that's that's weird. You get an email from them. You set up like a direct deposit thing. They uh they send you like an insurance thing. Like it's totally legit. You fill out like that I nine or whatever it is. Sure. You got you got to find your birth certificate or your social security card. You don't know where they are. They're like yeah, just get it to us next week. We'll be okay. They're really cool about it, you know. Yeah. So you the pills show up the next morning. They're just like normal aspirin sized pills. You read the ingredients. Uh. You know, yeah, it looks like a, like a supplement. It's in an unmarked bottle. Just, the only thing on it just says L, and it's in a circle. What color is the L? Blood red. <laughs> All right, so I, I take the I take the pill with some water and some food. Raisin right. canes again. I so get raisin can, canes, because um, if you take pills, you're supposed to take them with food normally. Yeah. I get the raisin canes. Because you had such a great experience the last time. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. really was truly incredible. Yeah. You actually uh, wrote the Michelin company, and you're like, you need to, guys need to check out Raising Canes. <laughs> Raising Canes is deserving of a Michelin star. Do they read the... Do they... Yeah. You send <laughs> it to I them. These you you look. You Google the, the company, the you know, Michelin, that yeah. sends out... You actually go to the Michelin tire store, <laughs> and you're like, I need, number, I need two things. I need a set of four radials. <laughs> and I need the names and numbers of the guys who give out the stars. <laughs> And they're like, all right. So they, they set you up with four new tires and they, they give you the name and phone number. They have they have the number. Yeah. You call the number, that they must don't happen answer. there. You know what? That makes sense. It must happen there a lot. They're like, You're the first person who's ever asked. All right. So well. they they you they give you the phone number, you rent you call, nobody answers. Uh, so what? you email. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just like, Hey, this is Tim Swanson. The the guy who gives out all the Michelin stars, uh, Tim Swanson. Yeah, you leave, he's like leave me a message, and it rings, but you you kind of fear it, so you don't leave the message. <laughs> so you shoot, it. yeah, you shoot the email off, and you're like, you guys should check out Raising Canes. It's the best representation of American fast food. And he's like, okay, man, we'll see what it's all about. And they love it, and they award Raising Canes uh, three Michelin stars. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. Do um, I I 
I feel like I should get free raisin canes. Yeah, you the do. rest of my life. You walk in there and you're like, "Hey, I'm the guy." And they're like, "Oh, Pat, yeah." So you get free raisin canes. So you just got this new gig. You got all the raisin canes you want, right? All you have to do is you have to dress up like a chicken. They have a costume that you have to put on, and every time you come through, as long as you're wearing that chicken costume, you get free raisin canes for you and everybody in your party. I have to just wear this chicken costume. Yeah. yeah fuck it. Who cares? Okay. So. Also, I probably wouldn't do that a lot. Like, if I'm just getting drive through, I would just, I'll just pay the nine bucks. I mean, if you want to keep doing that, all yeah. Right. I mean, I'll probably just mostly do that. I don't see, I don't, I don't really sit down at raisin canes. I just get it to go. I don't normally. So okay. I feel like putting on a chicken suit and then driving would be a little yeah. bit weird. You have to like, as soon as you enter the premises, you have to be wearing that suit. Otherwise, it deals off. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just pay for the, the all food. Right, if you want to be a sucker, so you. That you get that too, right? And the the pills show up, and you're taking them every day. They really don't taste much like anything. It's kind of earthy, you know, like some of those supplement things taste. Uh-huh. Like some vitamins, they have that weird grainy consistency. They're not they're not great, but whatever. Um, but you do find your energy improves. You do find that you sleep better. You you feel like you got more pep in your step. Sounds you feel beneficial. pretty good. Yeah. All in all, you're uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm probably getting vitamins I didn't have before. And you go and like clip your fingernails and your toenails and everything and uh you got them all in a pile you know how you put them in a pile right you got them you got that nail pile and you're looking at the envelope do you send them in yeah of course okay so you send them in i mean they they are paying me right absolutely it's all on the up and up everything's on the up and up then i it's tax free then i'll mail them my fingernails yeah so you, you do this for like a year right and you're just Killing it. You're doing comedy all the time. Things are going really great. You're making good money. And then uh, about a year from when you started, there's commercials that come on. And the commercials are uh, like, hey, do you need help around the house? Do you need a friend at night? Buy a pet. And there's like a clone of you. And it's just like, it's like the way you look right now. It's like a bald guy with like a scruffy beard. Yeah. Uh, but you're wearing like a, like blue slacks, like dark blue slacks and a belt, like a light blue button up shirt, you know, like you worked at a hardware store. Oh, God damn. Right? And they're like, Pat knows 14 phrases. And what? They, yeah. And then when they push a button, they've got like an app. When they push a button, you're like need help with anything but it's just like the unhinged jaw that moves huh. so and you're just they they basically it's like a, a clone of you that's like a handyman that Why people did, can okay, buy he has 14 phrases but the person you choose his phrases yeah it's <sighs> like it's like you're giving it a command and the medium through which you do that is communication right you know so it's basically a clone of you that people can buy that uh that will like do shit around the house and accompany them on like uh, walks and stuff, or like uh, if um, like some some people buy for protection and like keep it in their car because they know that like oh if they get carjacked and like the pat might help or like uh, if they kill the pat maybe I can get away you know so people like buy it for so reasons like that is it so is it do people know that it's a clone of a human being or think it's a robot is is it made clear that's a clone of me no. Okay, then I then I call them I call them and I go. I asked you what I needed to know about this mission. You told me all I had to do was no, take a goddamn pill. You said you asked what we needed to know about the pills. 
And I told you about the pills. You, you know? didn't tell me that you were making clones out of me. No, that's from the fingernails. But how are the pills doing? They're fine. They don't taste like anything. Okay, but you feel more energy? Yeah, I feel great. Stuff? But I feel really weird now okay. because you have clones of me, apparently disposable clones. Apparently they can just get shot and no oh, one yeah, cares. Yeah. Nothing no, happens. No, nobody cares. No, no, no. No, why would anybody care? Because it's a human. <laughs> but it's died. not, Pat. It, it, it's a clone of you. It's not. It doesn't have a soul. I go, look, I'm, I'm terminating our And when, our, when our you deal. when she says that, you hear like... You hear like your own voice screaming. It's like, oh no. And then just you hear like a deafening silence. Do you say anything to her? I no, because that's haunting. And there's no way she so, would tell me the truth. I would, say, like, I would say I'm ending this. I'm ending our business arrangement. I don't want you to make clones out of my fingernails anymore. She goes, Okay, we don't we really don't need we don't need to. We were just keeping you on. We only needed one fingernail and your your permission, so we were just trying to be nice and like take care of you, you know, but okay. I mean, okay. I go, Hey Tina, don't fucking turn this around on me. I'm, she goes, I'm just telling you, like, we don't need your assistance anymore. We're just trying to be kind. Like, I'll see you in court. Then I will fucking see you in goddamn court. So because there's nothing in this agreement that came anywhere close to suggesting that you were cloning me. So she, she goes, I'll send you part of the contract and you get an email instantly and you open it. And there is like a screenshot of like the contract where it says that they can really, they can use your genetic material for any intended purpose. And you still sign. I mean, you sign the contract. I go, okay, fine. Then prepare for some bad PR. Cause I'm going on every talk show and I'm telling them that I'm the man behind the wildly popular clone Pat. And I didn't want them to do this. No one told me they were going to do this. This is unethical. These are not robots. They're humans. Uh, and, you're just letting them die and you're treating them like, like they're your servants when they're alive. Yeah. I say that to her. Yeah. And she just hangs up on you. <laughs> she just hangs. She fucking hangs cool. up. Well, I'm okay. Cool. Right. Then I go, you know what, Tina, you made, you made an enemy today. So she doesn't give a fuck. Tina doesn't fucking care. There's the Lambs corporation. She's, I mean, she's just doing her job. So you like sit down. And you're like, "Fuck, that was crazy." You eat the raisin canes, and uh, kind of it kind of sucks, you know. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like ugh. after yesterday. Why would you get it again? You know, but you did. Uh, so, would you really think it was gonna be that great two days in a row? But so you turn on the TV and you're like watching. It's like local news, and on local news, they're like uh, big news today. The first patricide. The first clone, or pardon, they don't call it a clone. That's I'm just trying to make it simple for you. You know it's a clone. They go, the first pat creation uh, was just convicted of, of murder. And they show a really gruesome scene, uh, security footage of like uh, a pat doll, we'll call it, like walking towards another one. And then it just uh, it beats one of them over the head with a brick and just walks away. He just shows up, murders, and walks away. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. I don't. I'm that. That has nothing to do with me. So. Wait. I mean, it does. But you know what I mean. I didn't tell him to do that. It's not. This guy is a dumbed down clone of me. That's so he not representative of who I am. I. I. How could I be in trouble for this? So he. They didn't he, tell me they were gonna clone me. 
he uh so they they try to like take him i think that's the fucking thing you lead with so Jake, they, just so you know i'm gonna we want to clone the shit out of you no i mean they said they could use it for any any you know purposes you, didn't, i don't read the fine print like that well pat it's a goddamn contract what do you expect she had a lawyer look at it yeah next time do that so they like they take the family of the pat that was killed takes the family of the pat that murdered to court <laughs> and they're like gonna try to sentence like the the killer pat to prison but the people are like it's not a person like it's a it's an object and they're like we'll replace your pat i mean they're they're meaningless they are worthless i will we'll give you the 395 that's worthless. all it costs i mean it seems for 395 yeah for a clone it's, it's revolutionary dude so they're like, we'll replace your pad. And they're like, okay, that makes sense. Cause it's really just like if you broke a window or broke something else that had no meaning whatsoever. Sure. Great. So they replace the pad and they're like, the only thing is like, you can't keep this. Like you have to like, like you gotta do something with your pad. So at night they just let him go and you can hear him in your head. And he says, I'm coming for you. <laughs> to me? Yeah. For what? I don't know, man. Okay, so so over the next several years, um, millions of pats are slaughtered one at a time. Millions? How many of these things are there? Millions, dude. And they get slaughtered. One at a time. They kill each other? Patricide. And every time one of them gets murdered from this point forward, you hear, I'm coming for you. So over the next like 10 years of your life, you hear this so many times throughout the day. How many times a day do you think I hear it? Thousands. Thousands of times a day. So you're like really, I mean, this is, you've almost kind of learned to tune it out. And then one day you were uh, sitting in the park feeding some ducks. Sure. You were feeding them grapes because you hate grapes. And you're like, they, why did they give me grapes? You ordered a fruit salad and then you just didn't like grapes. So you were feeding them to ducks and you're just like, do you look- know that, uh, that, that old joke about ducks and grapes? No. I'll tell you it when we're done. Okay. I look forward to it. So you're like looking out on this pond. You're just like, what's going on with my life? Like I'm hanging on by a thread here because I keep hearing this haunting voice every day and I can't tell anybody because I'm I'm related. And then out of nowhere, you just feel, you feel the blunt force of a brick to the back of your skull. Your skull what? cracks wide open. Why, why, I don't, your grapes, why do I deserve this? Your grapes spill. What do they do? You drop the grapes and they tumble in into the pond. And the ducks start fighting over them. And they tear each other to shreds. Oh, the there's ducks. Like, there's like 14 ducks. And they tear each other to shreds. And then with your last like look, you kind of look up and you see the Pat with a bloody brick in his hand. And he leaned down to like say one last word to you. And he, he slipped on the grapes and he fell into the pond <laughs> and he drowned. So even after he killed you, he was still a fucking idiot and worthless. And then he fucking died. So there was um, this guy in a corner store. Duck walks in. Duck says, hey, got any grapes? The uh, corner store guy's like, no, I don't have any grapes. Duck leaves. Comes back the next day. Says the guy goes, hey, got any grapes? It's like, no, like I don't, I don't have any grapes. Like, we don't sell grapes here. Like, you know, goodbye. Duck leaves. Guy's like, this fucking guy. 
Next day, the um, doc walks in. And he goes, hey, got any grapes? And the guy who owns the corner store goes, hey, man, like, I'm, I'm sick of you coming and asking me about these grapes. I don't sell grapes. I've never sold grapes. I will never sell grapes. You ever come in here again and ask me about grapes? I'm going to nail you to the wall. Duck leaves. Yeah. Next day, uh, Duck walks in. He goes, uh, hey, uh, do you have any nails? And the guy goes, no. And he goes, oh, okay. Hey, uh, you got any grapes? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. 